What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Sit the Kid. Welcome back to another Sit the Kid podcast. Y'all know what it is. So for this podcast, I'm going to be doing everything in ASMR. And I just want to allow you guys to focus on my voice, how calm it is, and just to relax, you know, grab a cup of hot tea or cold tea. doesn't matter. I know it's summertime for some of y'all. And just relax and really focus on the words that are coming you know what that's an i don't know how people do those asmr videos i feel like if you whisper for such a long period of time you will lose your voice more than actually speaking at a normal level so let me actually i'm i'm gonna try this again (laughs) y'all know what it is What is up, y'all? It's your girl, Sid the Kid. Welcome back to another podcast. Y'all know what it is. Welcome back to the Sid the Kid podcast. It has been a minute. I know I will talk about what has been happening with me. That is the reason, the whole topic of this podcast. It's going to be a little bit more personal this time. And I just wanted to get a couple of house cleaning things out of the way. Thank you guys so much for all of your kind words, your positive feedback. When I told y'all I was in a state of limbo. What was really a state of limbo? I'll talk about what it actually was. But you guys were very supportive when I said that I need to take a break. I just need a, a week. Oh, well, it's more like four weeks from the podcast. But I just need to take a step back. And when you guys just send me your messages saying, you know, we understand. Thank you so much. Because, you know, some people, some people don't get that. Some people get the whole, oh, I miss you. When are you going to come back? just I miss your stuff it's just some people don't understand that sometimes you get burned out or sometimes you need to take a step back and I just really appreciate the kind words that you guys have said sent to me whether it's Twitter Instagram just thank you so much but anyway let me get into (laughs) the topic of this podcast oh I'm sorry before I get into that another house cleaning if you guys did not catch my announcement on Twitter I announced finally it was actually a week ago that i am we are having a podcast series on my channel on this podcast channel uh sid the kid podcast channel called okay pop off with your melanin podcast series and i came up with this idea maybe maybe around march where a lot of the conversation and discussion was happening about you know discrimination and know race racial racially insensitive actions of you know korean idols or k idols or korean celebrities within the korean entertainment industry and how you know specifically people of color black fans black k-pop fans have felt because of these actions or how uh you know k-pop fandoms or fandoms in general just have really responded to them being in the fandom or them supporting their favorite artists or them voicing their opinions and you know all that stuff. BuzzFeed did an article on it. And so I, you know, it's really been a hot topic for maybe the past couple of months, I want to say. And so I really wanted to start a discussion or start a podcast series where we tackled these different aspects of what it's like to be a K-pop fan. And so I, um, you know, asked five other creators, you guys know the Just Life, you guys know Ashley Griffin a at Multifacet ACG, you know, uh, Karen uh, at Afro Minks, you guys probably know at Insoluble uh, Sherry, who is fantastic, as well as Emmy. And we are all going to be 
getting together bi-weekly to talk about what it's like to be a k-pop fan so please stay tuned for that our first episode should be coming out within the week and a half or next couple weeks uh we are actually going to be filming it next weekend not filming it excuse me recording it next weekend so please please if you want to be part of the conversation and listen in please please tune in and i just really hope you guys enjoy this project i'm just so excited to have all these wonderful women just wonderful black strong women to be able to be part of this conversation with me and i will just be a moderator and just know direct the conversation but please please join us in that conversation and i am also open to you guys sending me emails if you want like to have any topics specifically covered or if you want me to include a comment in the podcast but anyway just wanted to get those things out of the way more details about the podcast series and what time it will be coming on and what days will be coming in the near future so with that being said let me get into the topics of this podcast so The first thing I want to talk about is definitely a little bit more personal. I don't know how personal it's going to get. I'm, you know, currently laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling. It is 10.30 p.m. here, and I just, I'm just sitting here talking to the ceiling. Well, talking to you guys, but I'm I'm essentially talking to the ceiling in the dark. But anyway, let's get into this. So it's been about, I want to say four weeks since I last uploaded a podcast, and the first time this happened was because I, I I was physically ill. I had a terrible cold and the cold became bronchitis and just anything YouTube work, just creative wise, was just a no go. And I lost my voice. And it was it was a whole mess and it took me a while to get back to some normalcy. So that took a bit out of me and just anything creative wise was just 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 not gonna happen. Now this This past, you know, it's been a minute type of moment that I had. It definitely was not me being sick. It wasn't me. Well, I guess it could be somewhat busy. It was just, I had hit a wall. I hit a wall. I hit a 20 foot tall wall that's 10 feet thick that just, you couldn't even throw a rope over that wall to climb over it. There's probably, you know, shooters on the other side getting ready to shoot you down if you try to climb over it. I felt like I was stuck. You know, where you just, you hit a moment in your life where you you know what you want. You have things in your sight that you want to pursue. I have projects in the back of my mind. I've been sending emails. I have been writing things down. I've been, you know, I was on a roll getting my ideas out there, just, you know, getting things rolling. And then all of a sudden, all the effort that was there, all the drive just dropped. It felt like my legs had become lead. It felt like just mentally, I just, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I just, I mentally, I know I want these things. I know I want to pursue these things. I know what I want and I want that. But when it came to the effort and the energy, for some reason, it just, it, it, it disappeared. It, it would, it's probably one of, not I want to say the lowest of the lows, but just energy wise, I just felt so, I, I don't, I guess somewhat overwhelmed, drained, just, just, just everything creative wise, everything energy wise just was not there. And I can think of maybe one other time in my life, which was not that long ago where I felt this way. And so I really wanted to talk to you guys, especially you guys who are in your mid twenties like me, or just in a space where you feel maybe stuck, drained, you know, how, 
what my personal experience has been with this and how I've gotten myself out of it. So I think I want to start, you know, in my past a little bit, the first time I felt this way, where I felt I just hit a wall and just felt stuck and was just questioning everything. And just my energy was at, at a minimum, an ultimate minimum, like gas tank was at an E. I was, you know, before, when I graduated, uh, my, when I got my undergraduate degree, when I graduated in 2015, I decided I was thinking I wanted to go to veterinary school and get into veterinary medicine. And so I wanted to see what it was like to be within the medical field. And I decided to work at a vet clinic back in my hometown, Chicago, for the summer and see if this is a avenue that I wanted to pursue. So I worked at a vet clinic for about three months. And after probably two months, I could not stand it. I felt, uh, it, it just wasn't for me. And I, it's, it's sad for me to say, because I have a best friend who was also following the same career path and she found a vet clinic that she's been working for for quite a long time. And she absolutely loves, loves working there. She's had a great experience there while with me, it not so much. I just coworkers and the work environment, it just, it, it, it was not the right place for me to, you know, have the quote unquote experience that would have pushed me into maybe vet school if I had a different experience but <sighs> I digress so after I quit that job I decided to move back to California and just I found a job where I could be working at home all the time which is it has its pros and its cons if you want me to do a podcast about that later let me know but I worked from home for about a year and I just was living life in, in California just you know able to meet up with my college friends a lot of the time you know just save money here and there just you know just really enjoy life a little bit and take a year off like I planned after graduating college in order to you know think about my next steps so I want to say summer of 2016 this is a couple months after my my grandmother passed I hit a aka wall uh a wall that's I felt I was questioning all of my moves. I felt in work that my motive was not there. My motivation was not there. I felt that my next steps, the steps that I was taking were not the right ones. I saw my friends, you know, getting settled in relationships, getting engaged, uh, getting married, having kids, um, having you know, dogs and just all of that stuff. Just taking all some of it's kind of these big steps. And I felt at my age at, what was I, 24 at the time? 20, 23, 23 going on 24. I felt that I was, I felt that I, but was I not doing the right thing? Should I also be doing the same things? And I'm, I'm sure some of you guys have been in that situation or maybe are in that situation right now where you feel as if, do, what should my next test be? Should I find a career to settle in? Should I, you know, should I be dating? Should I be doing all this stuff? And I know I was just I was I was in a, not a low place I wasn't depressed I just felt very drained and I don't know my legs but once again felt like they were filled with lead and so I <laughs> I kind of I didn't make stupid decisions but I wish I rethought some of the decisions I made uh, that summer but um I finally decided you know maybe this is the time for me to pursue graduate school and I did my research and I found uh, uh, a university and a program that I felt was the right fit for me and something that I wanted to pursue. And 
something that I wanted to really delve myself into. And so I applied to grad school and I got in and you no, know, that was also kind of my <laughs> ticket out of the States. I'm, I, I'm not docking the States. I was just, at that time, I felt that it was time for me to pursue my, my dreams of traveling and pursuing, you know, my career and education and just, you know, taking a step away from America and, and seeing, seeing how I do. And so that was, that was where I hit my, the first time I hit my, my quote unquote wall, where I felt very much in limbo and just in a state of me not going anywhere, me trying to run, but you know, I felt like something was dragging me back. Now, let's fast forward to what was four weeks ago. Uh, I've been, you know, I had all these ideas in my head for projects, for things to do, for collaborations to do, for, you know, just things I want to get my hands dirty in. And I was just so excited and the energy was there and I was just enthusiastic and all of a sudden just like that, the energy was just, the effort was just not there. And this confused the heck out of me, you know, like, sis, where'd your energy go? Where'd it go? Where, uh, first of all, where was it coming from in the first place? I think what, I don't know if it was a combination of the excitement of being here dying down or by work, or it was just a lot of things, but I've had time to sit on it and think about it and what kind of put me in that state of mind. And I'm going to go over them right now, actually. So the first thing I think I will start with is work. First of all, I love being a teacher. I love teaching the kids I have. I love seeing them learn something new every day. I love, I'm surprised every day by how they have improved and just, it, it's amazing. At the same time, I also work what's called an uh, uh, overtime schedule, which it doesn't sound overtime when I say the hours. I work nine to six, technically Monday through Friday and have the weekends off, while PM teachers work from two to six and have to do Saturday class. I work nine to six. I have two classes a day. Some some people don't have PM classes during the day. And I also just, I, I, I felt, I would say overwhelmed. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I still feel kind of drained, but not as much as I did four weeks ago, but I just felt drained work-wise. You know, the, the energy for work, the joy that I bring, the energy I bring to my kids, it just kind of fell off. And I was, I still was able to bring it somewhat to class and the kids would make it better because they somehow just, <laughs> kids just, just, just make things better. And but for some reason, just I knew in the back of my mind, I just felt, ugh, I like I feel like I'm on empty, and I don't know why. And so, uh, you know, work could have been a cause of it. Uh, another thing, just you know, social media news, just yeah, just <laughs> like I said, I took about a week or a couple of days off of Twitter because I just could not. It was, it, it was too much. We, and we all sometimes do that. The toxicity, the drama, the just, just all of that. Just, I just had to say, you know what? I can't. I'm going to turn this off for a couple of days. Now, not talk to y'all a little bit. Um, what else could have happened? I, I think it's also a thing with being a YouTuber and I'm not even that active of a YouTuber. I have you know, friends who are also within the how you wave kind of genre of K-pop or Korean culture or just other cultures and travel in general who 
upload way more than I do. And I'm always just, how, like, girl, how do you keep that energy and how do you upload so often? And, you know, I, I, it just felt, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes as a creative or trying to be a creative or when you have ideas and you're really chucked along and just trying to put out content and trying to interact with people, it's just at some point you get drained. I feel like I've said that a thousand times, so I'm going to stop rambling about that. So I'm going to take a quick break because I need some water, but I hope this doesn't make y'all feel so depressed, <laughs> like being like, oh, Cindy, I'm sorry. No, like this is not the first time I've gone through this and, you know, everybody goes through things like this where they feel, whether that's their job, whether it's in school, whether it's YouTube or whatever you do, you feel you hit a point where you hit a wall and you just feel like you're at a standstill and you have no idea what you should do to get out of it. So I'm going to go into how I got out of this mess or out of this standstill after this quick transition. So I'll talk to you guys in a bit. <laughs> Every time I swear I add that transition clip to this podcast, I'm just, what, what was I thinking? I don't know. Anyway, y'all, uh, welcome back. I am still laying in my bed, staring at my ceiling, talking into a microphone all by myself. So let's get back into this topic of hitting a wall and how to get out of it or how to get around it or above it or just smash right on through it if we're talking figuratively here. So for the past four weeks, you know, the first week, I just, I didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I yeah, I just stayed at home on the weekends. I, you know, met up with maybe my coworkers or didn't really go far. I didn't explore too much. I I felt very just bleh and I was fine with it for I wanna say a week or two. I stayed home, I chilled out, I surfed the internet, I watched Netflix, I I yeah, I did all that thing all those things and I you know, sometimes you just go through those lazy streaks and that is perfectly fine. Now, another thing that I did was I started regularly working out again, which is a routine of mine that it is ingrained in my being, it is ingrained in my routine. It is what keeps my stress levels down. It was what makes me feel good. It, I just, I love, it's not a high with work I was working out. I just, I don't know. It just, it's just, it's just something that I like to do. I don't want to call it a hobby. It's just, it just it keeps my stress levels down and it, and it feels great. So uh, I finally, me and two of my coworkers have set a routine where we go to a gym uh, for a, a proper gym with weights and everything and treadmills to work on, you know, building our legs and our muscles. And it just, it, it's so much better when I have people with me because I used to try and go by myself uh, when I also had the gym membership before, you know, we decided to finally just, you know, we're going to do this together, group collective, and, you know, just trying to get out of bed and just that, that energy was just not there. And I, being able to establish a routine with a group of people has still even helped me when they're not able to make it. I'll by myself be like, okay, like, I, I know, I know I have the energy. I'm going to do it by myself. I can do it. The energy is there. So I set back up my gym routine. Uh, to about three or four times a week and I, I just feel the energy is up I feel so much better it it, it clears the head it's a good some of a warm-up before I have to go to go to work I actually wake up a little bit early to go to the gym now the other thing that really I think really really helped me reset was 
FaceTiming and talking to my family and friends. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't been doing that. I've been calling, texting, you know, trying to keep in contact, but I think I need to put, need to put more effort into it. And this is, this is hard for me to admit and coming for me because as a person, I know I put a lot of effort into relationships and I am very loyal. I'm, I'm a Scorpio. I am a loyal ride or die. If you show me the same respect and I have, and I am, I try to be that for a good majority of my good friends. I try to make sure I check up on them and that I just keep up with them and that I don't lose contact and that I just make sure that they are okay. And I felt that maybe I had fallen off the ball a little bit with that, that there. And I mean, goodness, am I getting emotional right now? It, it, it hurt a little bit to kind of admit that to myself. And so I called two of my best friends, got in contact with my sister. I FaceTime my mom and dad all the time now, my brother, I, my grandparents. I, I've really been on the ball with it the past couple of weeks, making sure that I am, I, I am really, really just keeping the connections like I used to, you know, about a year ago. And I think maybe because everything was so new and exciting and busy and I've just been running all over the place that maybe that's where the connections kind of died off there and me keeping staying connected kind of fell off. And so reconnecting with the people I love and the people who I know love me and just, just people who have been there for me for a while just felt really amazing. And I, you know, I, I'm not sure if they even listen to my podcast, but if y'all do, thank you. Thank you so much because just talking to you guys about what has been happening and, what I've been going through and just hearing your guys' stories and what you've been going through and catching up has really, really helped me reset myself. Now, the last thing I think, I think the last thing I think that helps me really reset was just being present. And what I mean by that is, you know, I was very present, maybe social media wise, uh, you know, adding photos on Facebook, uh, Instagram, I was, you know, showing where I've been and, Twitter, retweeting, subtweeting, replying, just all of that stuff. And I was maybe very present virtual wise, media wise, but maybe not so much in the physical sense. And so I, that's why I kind of decided to take a step back from YouTube and maybe the podcast and from Twitter, maybe not decide to take a step back, but my mind just kind of said, you know what, we're going to, I'm going to subconsciously pull you back so that you can reset yourself in the physical sense. And so I spent more time with my coworkers, made some new friends, uh, went exploring a little bit to little towns or little places that I, you know, you, you know, kind of are not on the map when you visit a new place or living in a new area, but I still thoroughly enjoyed having that experience and going somewhere where I did not have much information about, but I still learned a lot and enjoyed where I went and just being more physically present and I think just actively listening and just just enjoying enjoying that presence that being physically there in that now was really something that helped that has helped me reset myself and hence why I'm doing this podcast <laughs> because I am back to a place where you know what I I have rebalanced myself you know it's hard as I don't want to say as a, I mean, as a YouTuber, yes, as a creator, as somebody who has creative ideas that you want to put out there for other people to enjoy and to comment on and to join in on a discussion, you, you have to find a balance because you have work, you have friends, you have family, you have, you know, your, 
little hobby, YouTube, being created, whatever it is. And on top of that, you're not living in your home country. You're living in a in a new in a new place that you've never visited before, which I am enjoying thoroughly, by the way. But I'm just saying, I think that also helped with that also kind of helped the disconnection that I was feeling with being a creator and being creative was I'm still in somewhat of a foreign new place and I'm trying to find that balance and I think I have found it now hopefully <laughs> so how many things was that you know I said you know take a step away from the vir virtual media sense talk to friends and family more be in the physical presence and being there and be being in the physical presence being in the now being there and not necessarily worrying about the, the, the future the past what's happening on social media all that stuff um and establishing a routine that's four things so for those of you who are going through the i hit a wall moment i cannot climb over the wall i'm in a hole I'm trying to dig myself out moment i just hope that even though this is not necessarily the south career related or culture related or travel related or k-pop related or maybe somewhat travel related I just hope that this maybe helps you realize that where you are now when it comes to your career, whether you're a YouTuber, whether you are pursuing a career, education, that there that you have to find your way to get yourself out. And maybe my tips will help you. Maybe setting a routine, maybe talking with family and friends more, maybe taking yourself out of the virtual space. Maybe that will help you reset and really help you rebalance and find what you're looking for and take that next step. I just hope that this resonates with some of you. <laughs> I sound like a broken record now because I feel like I've been droning on about this. But uh, anyway, this whole podcast is not going to be about how I have hit a wall. Uh, the one other thing I really want to talk about is what I've kind of been up to and some of the positive experiences that I've been having here in South Korea. And, uh, you know, a lot of the viewer, a lot of viewers, you don't view my podcast you listen to the podcast a, lot, a couple of you guys on twitter asked you know talk about the positive experiences that i have had here in south korea and they felt that some 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 people talk about the negatives which i i, I can somewhat agree with when i first was researching what it's like to be an expat here in south korea you had the racism videos or you had this happened to me story times or that type of stuff which I am not docking whatever happened to those people it is horrific and horrific however the story went and that's something that needs to be shared but at the same time that is not everyone's experience and so some of the really positive things I have had is uh, just how friendly some people are here and yes there are those people once again the staring that is something that you will never escape i i have been i i i was used to it as soon probably a week after i stepped into daegu um but there's really genuinely nice people who are interested in talking to you and making a connection with you uh uh there is a convenience store that i walk past every time i go to the gym and there is this wonderful middle-aged man who I sometimes stop into pick up a couple of small things and he asked me he, try, he tries his best to conversate with me in Korean and in English and I, I try to practice my Korean with him when I can and he's very encouraging and he encourages me to speak to keep trying to learn Korean and speak it and he, it, it's just it just really warms my heart because some people say that 
you know, sometimes being an expat is hard because some people aren't the most welcoming, but I haven't really found that to be the case. I think that when people see that you are new and that you are still trying to figure yourself out, that they, that, that some people will help you. And I, <laughs> I, I just, I'm, I'm grateful for those experiences because there are times where I've, I've looked very lost and there's even people even at our gym who see that we're trying to fill it with equipment who are very helpful and explaining things to us and and you know just 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 little things like that make all the difference right right <laughs> um another experience that i recently had was me and uh ashley uh, at multi-pass at acg you guys know who that is uh, we went to a smaller town closer to uh, the coast of uh, South Korea called Mansan, and we went to this road called Sansangil, I believe, and it's a very famous road. It's one of really the only tourist attractions there in that small town. Well, not a small town, but small city, um, where they have collected over 23,000 names of foreigners from all over the world and they even engraved some of the names into the pathway into the tiles of the road and also in in the same town there is a really cool art village and they just had taken old alleyways and spruced up spruced them up to be colorful and bright and to just really exude uh, just exude culture and we went to Febus cafes we just explored around and I mean we we, we got lost a couple times I'm not gonna lie there but it was still enjoyable nonetheless and we went to a pet cafe oh so cute there were little puppets in there okay I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop gushing out and the woman was just so happy to see us and I don't know if it was because we were foreigners and they don't stop in often but it's just it was just so nice to see her attempt to conversate with us and to introduce us to the different dogs in the pet cafe and the cats and just it was just very heartwarming and she told us to come back and visit again I don't know if we'll be back in Mansa anytime soon but you know it's just a nice little day trip to go go visit some arts in a couple cafes just enjoy being outside of a big city for a while now there was also another another i'm trying to think of the other instances that positive experiences that i've had um oh yes another another great experience so me and ashley also went to the dream concert the ooh, <laughs> the kelly the wine mixer of k-pop concerts where we saw 16 different k-pop acts i i know i said i was going to do a video reviewing that but that was of course where i hit my wall and just didn't do it but we were kind of in the nosebleeds and we were sitting there and it had been raining all day we we're wearing our ponchos and we we're just watching different acts and it was so amazing to see all these different uh k-pop fans especially uh korean k-pop fans who would really show their passion and their love for different groups and it was just great to see so many different types of type of people with so many different types of passions and people who they support because i mean as there you know as many like-minded people who i know we support the same groups and love the same groups it was just so interesting to see people's different tastes and to even connect with people you know i connect we connected with a couple of armies there you know we, uh, a couple of girls next door to us broke down in tears because uh, uh i forget which group was it oh dang it i forgot which group it was but they 
they, 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 they lost their minds and started tearing up and crying. And so we were comforting them. They're like, no, it's okay. It's so cute. And then as soon as, as soon as NCT came out, me and Ashley started crying and they, they oh, it's okay. So it, it was a very supportive system and it's, it's just great. It was really great to be in that space. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I could, I, I can probably sit here and go on about all the random nice things and good experiences that I've had, but it just, I just really want you guys to know that you can have bad experiences wherever you go. <laughs> we That has been proven with, you know, with past U.S. election, whether you're in the United States, anywhere you travel, there can be some type of bad experience that just rubs you the wrong way. And yes, I have had a couple of bad experiences here, but I've had definitely way more positive ones. And I think you have to look at it from that side of the coin. So for those who are thinking about visiting teaching you know don't focus on the negatives too much yes it should be a factor in whether you decide to come to live in a different country or come visit but please know that i feel that i've definitely had more positive experiences way more i, I more, definitely more than five ten times more than the bad experiences and so i just really 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 want you guys to focus on that more when you're making a big decision to either come to South Korea or anywhere. So, um, how much time are we running on? I feel like, uh, I'm kind of running on the end. Well, I still got a little bit of time. We could talk about something else I want to talk about anyway. So, uh, let me take a quick break, get another water break while I get up out of this bed that I'm still laying in and get some water to, uh, you know, moisturize my throat that's that's the wrong phrase to say but that's what i'm going to use and i will be back in a little bit all right i'm back the last quick thing i really want to talk about was what i've been up uh, up to <laughs> k-pop wise uh i've been able to thoroughly enjoy some groups that were definitely not on my radar while i was away and just just really really catch up and just really enjoy the music is that the right way to say it and one group in particular that just came out of nowhere for me was G Idol listen I still don't know all the members names but their debut album has to be one of my favorites of this year it's you know Cuban entertainment definitely more on the hip-hop you know poppy kind of R&B side their song don't text me is my jam I also love La Tata. That is also my jam too. And they're just a group that just came out of nowhere. And I appreciate that they came to slap me in the face because that is a group to watch out for. And I really hope that, that their entertainment company, that Cube Entertainment really handles this group well because they could really go places. And the one thing I actually forgot is that I did see them live at Dream Concert because I was listening to La Tata and I felt... I so I feel like I've heard this somewhere before. I've heard something similar, and it was G Idol, and I didn't realize that I, we had seen them at the Dream concert. Me and Ashley did, so I was I, thoroughly surprised. They definitely slapped me in the face and told me you should have paid attention the first time, and I apologize that I didn't. But I'm here for you now, okay? By the way, Yuki is probably gonna be my bias. That voice that she came through with, what the f? It. It's amazing, but it's just, it's like, um, what's his name in uh, Stray Kids? It's, um, Felix. Oh my God, Felix. 
Felix Sir. Just you, you, you look like a muffin, but you sound like you've been—I don't want to say smoking for 20 years, but you sound like you're a you're you're a 44 year old grown man, and it don't make any sense. Now, I also want to talk about uh, Blackpink. So listen, I did not did not do a first listen and record it. I really just wanted to. You know, I really want to just listen to what they've been up to because YG has slipping. We are, we already, not even slipping. It slipped, fell on banana, been falling down three flights of stairs, just been slipping on anything media management wise for YG artists, period. But anyway, Blackpink, square up mini album. Yes, queens. So every song, you can't, can't be mad at any of it. I mean, Teddy did the damn thing. Teddy did the damn thing. And uh, it's just, oh, that is just what I want to kind of get my choreo on. Or I want to dance around and I just want to, I just want to get into my bad, bad bitch feels. I listened to that song. Forever Young is my jam. At first, I thought I wouldn't like it because I thought it was too EDM for me. And I thought it was a little too much of a, not too much of a girl anthem, but I don't know. You know, it kind of seems like too much of a, like a formulated song, but it was not at all. And I, when I first heard it, when I first heard it, I, that, that's what I thought it was going to be, but it definitely was not. And I love the message behind this whole entire album, just giving you just a, I could do bad all by myself type of vibes. And just every song, it, it just can fit any mood that you are feeling. And I absolutely loved this mini album. Really, another thing that slapped me in the face, obviously. Um, oh, God. What else has been happening K-pop-wise? Um, while this is not on the most positive topic, I want to say, just y'all know my, not my motto, but something I've been saying recently is numbers are great, but they're the cherry on top. I feel that recently, you know, focusing on numbers has been a little bit toxic to some fandoms lately, and I just think that it's better to just, yes, stream, do all the stuff that you want, great, do what you th- what you want to do to support your faves, but don't guilt trip other people to feel that because they did not show that same effort or some type of effort or do things the way that you do, that they are not as much of a fan as you are. People support who they support in many different ways. Me, for example, I don't stream. I don't have time to stream. I work nine to six, no, more likely seven every day besides the weekends. Okay, I'm watching kids all day, teaching kids all day. I become mentally drained. I listen to music. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the message. I dissect it. It That is how I support them. I, I will be there for them. I will support them when they do great things. I will call them out when they don't do great things. And I will try to educate them. It is That is how I support them. I try to... I support them in my way. Okay? You, people also have to realize that there are priorities in front of K-pop. It is great that K-pop is your one prior is your number one priority above everything. That is fine, but at the same time, people have families, people have family functions, people have friends they want to hang out with, people have social lives, people have school, people have work. So, I, I let me just put it this way: if I see another person trying to guilt trip other people for not supporting the phase that they should, you're getting blocked 
immediately. Just putting that out right now. But anyway, stop being negative, negative Nancy, Sydney. Um, is there anything else I want to cover in this podcast? Because I think I cover mostly everything. I do need to cover Shiny. I need to cover their second EP. I've been lacking on that. But besides that, I think that's pretty much it. Now, the next podcast is most likely going to be the uh, OK Pop Off With Your Melanin first episode for our Black K-Pop fan series. So please stay tuned for that. I will also really be focusing on trying to get my energy back into the projects that I've been working on YouTube-wise, podcast-wise, creative-wise, just anything on the back burner that I put on the past four weeks to really get that back up and running. And I just, I'm just... I just hope you guys enjoyed my random rambling of me staring at my ceiling and talking uh, for about an hour. (laughs) But honestly, guys, I really did miss you, miss your feedback, miss talking to you guys, having a discussion. I hope that this podcast helped you in some way. I really, 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 okay, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'm being ridiculous. I just, I'm just happy to be somewhat back. I feel I have reset and I feel that I'm ready to go, so. That being said, once again, do not miss this podcast series that's about to come up. It's about to be popping. Okay. Okay. Put on your calendar right now. Put on your calendar. It's going to be like beginning of July. Uh, I, I will give you specific details. I don't know why I'm being so angry when I don't even haven't even given you specific details. But anyway, don't forget. Look out for more specific details. Just just be excited. Be excited. I'm so excited for this project. I'm so excited for this discussion. I'm so excited to see what this opens in terms of conversations within the fandom, within the K-Cock community, within the Hallyu Wave community. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Syndicate is out. She is gone. Talk to you next time.